Rituals and habits, they have the power to make or break a relationship. When was the last time you evaluated your daily, weekly or monthly rituals as a couple? You're listening to The Relationship Lift, a short conversation brought to you by Family Life New Zealand to help you grow together as a couple. Join us for a topical discussion designed to keep you encouraged and equipped on your growth journey. We know that great marriages don't just happen. So let's journey together as we pursue oneness so that you too can make a great marriage your reality. Today, we talk about the rhythms and rituals that could be shaping your marriage. Enjoy the discussion. All right, so where do we start when it comes to looking at rituals and habits, Vainant, and their impact on our marriage? Well, maybe we start with whether or not you think you have habits or you're, uh, there's habits in play in your relationship. Uh, they are. <laughs> and right. they may, like you said, Kat, they may be good or they may you know, not be good. Um, I, I like actually rephrasing good and bad versus their life-giving or life-draining, you know? Mm, yes. So we, we want to think about, okay, do we actually have habits in our marriage that, that, that give life, Okay. Uh, I love this quote by, I think it was Lao Tzu, who said, uh, watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, because they become your actions. Watch your actions, because they become your habits. And watch your habits, because they become your character. Watch your character, because it becomes your destiny. So habits really have a way of shaping our destiny on the personal front and on the relationship front. And I think it is easy for us to get into the trap of not being intentional about having life-giving habits in our marriage. I think you've established that rituals and habits are quite powerful in terms of what they reflect about ourselves and our inner thought life and what's going on perhaps in our relationships as well. So when we think about these, how can we employ rituals and habits in a way to strengthen our relationships? Yeah, well, you know, think about it. A habit is something that I actually don't think about doing. It's something that's almost pre-programmed into my brain. So uh, if I want to strengthen my my relationship, well, most of us aren't actually wired that way. <laughs> most of us, when we are born, we are born selfish. And growing in a relationship means we need to actually put down our selfish nature and focus on the other and focus on the relationship and growing the relationship. So any sort of habit that is going to grow our relationship will take work, okay? And we're naturally, by default, lazy people. Now, not everyone would agree with that statement, but the brain tends to go back to the level of habits that you've already employed. Okay, so Mm. think about marriage, right? Um, Marriage experts have actually said that there are two 10-minute periods of the day that can make or break a relationship. They are super key. Win these two 10-minute slots, uh, make positive progress or positive deposits in your relationship in these two, and you actually see a you know compound interest effect. You see significant growth. Uh, can you guess what those two 10-minute slots might be? Oh, look, if I was going to throw, like, are we talking start and end of day, Vainan? That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Okay, start and end. What about you, Kat? I'm what thinking perhaps when you're greeting either for the first time when people come back from work or perhaps sending off mm. as well, that, that could be quite a crucial time to set the tone of the day perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. You've basically mentioned four things together and that encapsulates <laughs> the two. So it's right. the first 10 minutes when you get back together 
and then the last 10 minutes before you go to bed. So it's sort of that that bookend, mm. you know, closing your day out, but also you've gone out to the world. And if, if you know, there's nothing worse. I've experienced this before, stepping into the chaos at home. You know, we've got a young family. There's nothing worse than stepping into the chaos at home when you've just come from the chaos at work and not having that time to connect. You're sort of stepping into a, a a war zone. I mean, I mean, it's not that bad, really, war zone. But I mean, you think about it. <laughs> oh, it can be. It can well, be. Well, yeah, we do know what be. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. If it you've can got be a, a young toddler transition. that's having a tantrum, it can certainly feel like a war zone, even though it's a small human being. They can make a large noise. You know, it's interesting because I've often heard people who come home from work they actually take about five minutes just parked up in the car to get themselves ready to kind of decompress what's happened at work and get themselves. Yeah psyched up in a positive way for stepping inside the home. Would you recommend yep. that as a bit of a tip or advice? Is that a good thing to do? Have, have you been reading my notes? I mean, <laughs> there's actually, there's a, uh, there's a book, it's a secular author, um, Brendan Bruchard. He writes a book on high performance habits, um, but he's got this exercise. He calls it release tension, set intention. And he tells this story about this highly successful businessman who was highly successful at work, but highly unsuccessful, I guess, at, at home. And, you know, it would just be an, an ongoing thing. It would almost be a, the, the habit of not having that success at home would just lead to more um, dissatisfaction. And so he literally did this. When he came home, he did five minutes in the car of saying, release tension. So he would breathe out and say those words, release tension, and then breathe in and it'd say, set intention. And what, what that does is it actually, it like, like you say, it decompresses, puts the stuff behind you that's now behind you, but it actually frames your mind at how do I want to show up when I walk into the room? How do I want to show up for my family? And that makes all the difference. And the, here's a great thing. You don't need two people to be doing this. One person's energy of bringing that into your connection time when you meet each other uh, can make all the difference. It's difficult, however, if you work from home, because typically the commute mm. helps us transition. Uh, but if you can master the transition, not only when you're commuting, but when you're working at home and then transitioning back to like family time, that would be a big win. Vainan, I guess as Christians too, we have this opportunity in that moment when you say transitioning or preparing ourselves to actually pray and give it over to God and ask him for the strength, like, Lord, help me forget about my day today. Help me reset, yeah. give me peace and let me carry that peace into my family home. That's right. And it's almost like, you know, the, the uh, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a Bible scholar, but uh, they, they talk about the, the words Yahweh. And those letters, it's actually like breathing when you say, Yahweh, you know, it's, um, it's like breathing. And so it's, it's just take a breath, realize God's in this moment. He can help us reset. Mm. Well, look, just as we come to a close and aware of time, but let's just, um, you know, tie this up as we talk about habits and rituals in our marriage. And I just want to pick up on the ideas of being intentional, because as you pointed out, if we're not, we can just go back to what we've always done or perhaps some negative habits. And, you know, we've started to talk about some practical ideas, decompressing before we, you know, come home to engage with our relationship. Is there a, a, another key or another couple of key points just to leave it with today? If people have identified some, maybe some habits that are not good and they want to look at building some better habits into their marriage. Yeah, the, the biggest bit of advice on this I would give to anyone wanting to set habits is start small. Um, you know, we often want to change everything and we would try to change too many things at once. 
actually just start small and gain some momentum and work with something that you can do every day. Okay. We've, I'll tell you what we're changing in our relationship right now, because we've realized we've been so busy. We've taken for granted, like Alra and I have took for granted that we we're there for one another. We committed to one another. We said, yes. So we're in this journey battling parenthood, battling, you know, leading a Christian organization, battling all the demands on our time. And we've taken for granted that we actually also, we do appreciate one another, but because we're busy at home and busy at work and then dropping some balls because there's just a lot happening. We've, we've come into the habit of actually moving on to the next thing too quickly. And ah. we've fallen into the trap of realizing, Hey, we both appreciate one another, but we don't say it. We don't mm. say it because we just take for granted that we're there for one another. And look, this has been maybe a few months, more than a few months actually of this habit of not stopping to appreciate before moving on to the next thing. And so we've realized both of our tanks have actually been running empty. So starting today, uh, we're taking on the habit of stopping before stopping when a task is done and before moving on to the next one, how can we express our appreciation to one another? So I'll tell you in a few weeks how that plays out, but that's just yes. being real and taking a small step. Well, we appreciate your honesty, Vayner Jacobs, and we mm. recognize that we're all works in progress, right? And we all are, you know, appreciating the grace of God in our lives and our relationships and God's mercy is new every morning. And to remember that as a ritual, to remember the fact that every day is a new day and an opportunity to start afresh and create new habits. Well, thank you so much for your time on the show today. Now, I understand there are resources online, plus there are opportunities to get involved with a weekend to remember. Is that right? Yes, so Weekend to Remember in Auckland is coming up at the end of May, 26th to 28th, and in Tauranga we'll be there in September the 15th. But also, if you are interested in uh, becoming a marriage mentor or uh, finding a marriage mentor, check that out on our website. Uh, Rituals and Habits is actually one of the t uh, 14 topics that are covered in that uh, journey. We're all familiar with mentoring. It's all about sharing knowledge, skills, and personal experiences to guide another person towards reaching their full potential. It's about investing your time and talents to make a positive difference in the life of another. In a nutshell, it's discipleship at its best. Marriage mentoring is exactly the same, except you're doing it as a couple and you're doing it with a couple. At Family Life, we run an outstanding program to train you to be exceptional marriage mentors. We equip you in the art of asking skillful questions, which then help younger couples grow together and do marriage well. Become a marriage champion for others and register today for our online training at familylife.nz. Thanks for listening. I'm Vayner Jacobs from the Family Life New Zealand team, and this has been another oneness resource to help you grow together in your marriage. Check us out online at familylife.nz for more information on events, training, and other amazing resources. Let's fight the drift, move towards each other in oneness, and impact our corner of the world together. See you next time.